Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Junior. And I got dumped last week. And we're depressed. The oh, the Nerdy Bros. Right, 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 right. right. The, we're the Nerdy Bros. I've been thinking about doing that opening all day, like yesterday and today, and I was like, it'll be perfect. <laughs> it just totally caught me off guard. I don't even, I was like, and we're... The nerdy, and I just started laughing. Oh, uh, shit. That was funny. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. No, uh, <laughs> I'll You'll be fine. I'll be fine. I feel I feel a little bit better than used to. Uh, not that we're going to get into any of that, but no, I, I, I feel good. I, Today I, is a therapy session, Tito. Please no. tell us about your feelings. No. Um, anyways, guys, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, hope you guys have been enjoying uh, the episodes on YouTube. Hope you guys have been still listening and just enjoying the episodes in general. Uh, me and Junior continue to have a lot of fun putting these out there uh, for our small audience right now. And hopefully it gets uh, bigger and bigger as time goes forward. Yeah. Like uh, like I said at the beginning of the year or the end of last year, uh, at, at the very least for me, I know this isn't really asking for a lot, but like, I would like to have like an audience of at least a hundred by the end of this year. It'd be fantastic. It was way that, more than that. That would, that would be fantastic. But yeah, at least a hundred would be awesome. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, for everybody that has been enjoying it and still watching it and supporting us every single week, uh, we thank you guys. You guys are awesome. And I hope you guys continue to, uh, listen and or watch us now and, uh, tell your friends, tell your family that, uh, you know, we out here doing doing the damn thing. And as always, that we be doing the damn thing, we like to start every episode off with Junior's Hot Take. And this is part of the episode where I ask Junior about something new and upcoming and get his hot take and his hot opinion on it. See what's going on in that mind and see if we can't get a little conversation running with it. And Junior, yes. uh, I know, obviously a while ago, the first season aired and we mentioned uh, that we both really enjoyed it. Uh, recently, it was said that the second season has been uh, finished like filming. And so I'm pretty sure later this year, we should be getting season two of The Witcher with Henry Cavill. Are you excited about that? Yes. Yes. The game, uh, I mean, yeah, we've talked about it before. The game is fantastic. I'm, I've am i been like, almost, I've almost bought it like three different times. I've gone to GameStop because I, I see like the definitive edition that's got like all the DLC for like 20 bucks. Wait, like the third one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I was about to say like I, No, cuz the, the other ones were only for like PC and Xbox. So for, yeah, first one was uh PC, second one was Xbox. Yeah. Um yeah, I really really enjoyed uh the first uh season of the series on Netflix. I thought they did a good job with it. Uh I think Henry Cavill is fantastic Geralt of Rivia. Um So good. Yeah, and like I hear they're going to be bringing on like more characters. I think uh, Jason Momoa is going to be in this season. I didn't even hear that, and that makes me extremely yeah. excited. So I think he's going to be part of this season. Um, yeah, and I just hope they they kind of start to bring more of the characters from the game. Again, I've only played the third one because it was the only one that was available for PlayStation. So. Um, yeah, I've really wanted to like get into the into the books though, because I hear the books are really good too. Get on that audiobook. Yeah. Uh, Troy's always saying that that's like some of the most fun he ends up having sometimes, especially with long days at work or if you got long drives. If you're out of podcasts, just do do your audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, so, I yeah. I don't I don't know if I could pay too much attention to that. I mean, I I do like podcasts and stuff like that, but 
I don't know if I could listen to an entire book and think that I could just completely pay attention to it without like just like daydreaming about random other stuff. Well, I mean, if you're listening, well, I guess, uh, I mean, not everybody's mind works the same, but like, I think that you and I have that type of imagination where if we're listening to something, it's basically playing like a movie in your head. Well, did you, I mean, you were listening to a series. Did you finish it? Or at least I finished the first book and I'm on the second book. So you, you started the the second, did you start it? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I've, I'm like already like three or four chapters into the second book. When was the, the last time you listened the to Chronicles it, of Perdane? Uh A couple weeks ago, I was actually down here in the basement, like reorganizing uh, some stuff, and I uh, was listening to the to the book. I yeah. was like yeah. done with my podcast. I was, like <laughs> I remembered where I had left off. Like I I didn't like forget. Yeah, I don't know if I would want to necessarily be driving. Uh, very few things actually make me anxious, but like if I'm like afraid of like missing a turn or something, that I don't know if I'd want to be like super paying attention to like a book or something. But yeah, no, if I'm like cleaning or doing laundry or something like in my room, I feel like that would be the best time to like listen to an audiobook, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not like listening to any sort of like autobiographies or like, you know, scientific stuff. I'm listening to like fantasy novels and stuff. Like we did I did <laughs> funny enough, finally for the first time actually finished uh uh Harry Potter in the Sorcerer's Stone. And that's oh, the, you did finish it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't you listening to it when uh, it was like fa- there was like a bunch of famous people that read the books, right? Yeah, it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic and stuff. And uh, yeah, it was like actors and other famous people were reading like one chapter at a time. And, that does sound um, kind of cool, though. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool like to listen to like some of these actors um, that were reading like chapters of the first book. And they're they're still doing it. I just haven't started to listen to uh, the Chamber of Secrets yet or anything like that. But uh, anyway, I uh, I digress. Um, yes, I'm excited for the second season of The Witcher, um, especially since the way that it ended in the first season. It was kind of like all. I mean, if, if you haven't watched it, it's not a huge spoiler, but it was like all kind of like, and it all ended up kind of being like a flashback. Well, not all end. of it. So like, and that was something that w- when you finally do figure it out, I mean, if you're super good at paying attention to minute details and paying attention to everything and you're actually like absorbing all the information in the first episode, you can realize that like when you see Geralt versus when you see um, another part of the story, like the they're not at the same time at all mm-hmm. and there's like years that are in between like the stuff that's going on so plus we got that sweet song yes uh, toss a coin to your witcher oh valley of plenty yeah, yeah so uh <laughs> again uh, we're singing yeah, yeah yeah uh i yeah i'm probably gonna rewatch the series at some point uh hope yeah but hopefully we get a, a release date soon yeah. Um, as far as I just know that uh, the filming was done and I'm extremely excited. I like, like you yeah. said, Henry Cavill made a fantastic girl. I can't wait to hear more of his mm. like gravelly voice. Yeah. All right. Cool. For sure. I'm excited. Uh, and then moving things right along, guys, we uh, come back to uh, one of our fan favorite segments known as anime is an important part of our culture. Uh, and <laughs> so Junior was telling me that apparently oh, I yeah, wasn't so doing depressed. my 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 <laughs> little I was doing a little weird dance, but not like thinking of how long that like quick title sequence goes. And what was it like the last two episodes? I was like right on the cusp of yeah. like not being 
like starting talking like a little bit too soon. Yeah. Um, but no, this time I nailed it. This time I paid more attention. Uh, so, um, uh, starting off with this segment, I had kind of seen a little tidbits here and there that people had been talking about this Netflix original. It's called uh, Way of the Household Husband. Have you have you heard anything no. about that? No. So the the premise is essentially uh, a, a like a, a yakuza member. He's known as the Immortal Dragon. Is now just like a, a house husband. Like he mm-hmm. just he does like his wife uh, has like a career path, and he just takes care of everything like at home. And I thought, you know, similar to most shows or animes and stuff, you you have 20 minute episodes and the first season was out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that at all. So Netflix has uh, five episodes, but each one is broken up into six episodes. So it's literally like four to it's like three to four minute episodes. And then there's six of them per like actual episode. So I kind of view it more as uh, as if you were, like, reading the Sunday comic and, you know, it's just, like, that one, like... It's, like, trapped in the closet is what it sounds like. No, little no. three little three-minute <clears throat> things that just keep continuing the story. Well, okay, but so that's the difference. Trapped in the closet continues the story. This one, like, each one is usually, like, its own unique thing, and it just ends up being just kind of, like, more funny stuff. Like, yeah, you do end up seeing some reoccurring characters and stuff like that, but you don't know... Like, if anybody reads the manga to this and they just know more of what's going on, obviously they're going to know more than what I have. But as far as I know, they haven't really, they didn't really dive back into his past besides, like, you know, he used to be uh, a gangster and now he's not. And you don't really see, like, the way that, you know, he and her meet. They're, like, already together when the show starts. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I don't know. It's just a lot of, like, just tiny little, like, funny episodic things that happen. But, uh, yeah, I gave it a watch, and I finished it in one day. It was pretty funny. I think you would like it just for, like, a couple of laughs. Well, yeah, you said it was only five episodes, and each episode was broken into, like, did you say six, three-minute? It's like, yeah, three- to four-minute segments, because I so think the like, episodes yeah, are only... like, 18-minute episodes, Yeah, they're basically. only, like, 18-minute episodes. So, yeah. yeah it so was yeah. Some, some of them were super hilarious. Other ones were, like, like you know, oh, whatever, like, this is kind of funny, but it didn't really make me laugh that, that much. But it was pretty cool. It's like a movie. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, and I think I watched it at, like, work or something. I don't know. I'm like, my breaks, I pretty much was able to get through it. Uh, I finally finished all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, so I, I caught up to uh, to season four, or fi- or part five, as uh, some people call it, because it's the fifth iteration of a JoJo. And uh, the show's over? That's on no, 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 no. So apparently, like, in the manga series... It would like if it was if the anime was up to date with like the manga series, they're on like season eight or something like that. And someone told me that it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous. Apparently, Jesus ends up in the the series sooner or later. I don't know. Jesus? Yeah, Is Jesus. That you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, my son. But uh yeah, no. Um so I don't know. I I as far as I know, I don't know anything in the workings for when season five is going to be coming out or part six. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed uh, the part of uh, the last one that I watched. I thought a lot of again, a lot of the stands and their powers are really cool, and a lot of the action was uh, was pretty sweet. But yeah, I finally got through that. 
So next on my to-do list was just uh, to kind of, I, I need to recap, I think, the last couple episodes of Promised Neverland and then figure out whether or not it got an ending or not so I can come back and say that and then hopefully uh, just kind of run and burn through S. Cryed so uh, I could finally tell James and his uh, his cousin that it's, it's a good show. You know, funny enough, we were talking about, um, I, I don't remember if it was last episode or the episode before that, I think it was the last episode, about um, TV shows or movies that don't necessarily always follow the subject uh, matter, and like, especially when it like pertains to like anime and manga and stuff. And I've been hearing that people are pretty pissed about season two of the Promised Neverland because it's yeah. completely different than the, from what happened in the manga. There are a couple similarities that happen here and there. Like, uh, one of the coolest things that I've seen well, on... I haven't seen any of the second yeah, season. One of the yet, coolest yeah. things that I sometimes see on TikTok is they'll literally take a scene from the manga, right? So it's just like the picture. And mm-hmm. then they find uh, the same exact scene in the anime. And they'll just like, they'll do like a side-by-side, like going back and forth. Mm-hmm. So you can... And it essentially ends up looking like the manga just got colored and animated. So it was like... You know, it's it's amazing to see that the animators are completely taking from the source material, not just the story, but they're literally recreating as many of the scenes as they can. And so I know that that is obviously sometimes something that is really upsetting to a lot of fans, too, that both uh, like read the manga and watch the anime. I think one of the most reoccurring things I hear is like, oh, man, the Internet's going to break as soon as this gets animated and stuff like that. So. I don't know. I, I'm really excited for a lot of the stuff coming out. I just wish it, it was you know, yeah. coming out faster. I'm tired of, of this waiting game, man. It's killing me. So, see, this is one of those things that we were talking about before. You said that you, like, it irks you with, like, comics, with, like, Marvel stuff that we seem to be like, oh, they changed this. This is not how it is in the comics or whatever. It's like, well, this is kind of one of those things because you put me onto The Promise Neverland, and I really liked the first season. And I'll probably end up like in the second season, but just knowing that this isn't the way that it's supposed to go kind of makes me feel a certain way where I'm like, mm, if I end up liking it, then I'm going to be like, so how was it supposed to go? So I, I do that. Like if even regardless of how much I like the show or whether or not I just thought it was subpar, I didn't like it at all. If I figure out that it's completely different or slightly different from what happened in the manga, once I finish the series, I'll like research like what the major differences was and what was truly upsetting to a lot of the fans that were like manga readers. But I don't do that till after I finish the show because I don't want to spoil anything for myself, essentially. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, segment over. All right. All right, uh, Tito. So uh, on to the next part of the show. All right, Junior. Well, what have you been up to? Me? Huh? Yeah, you. Almost you almost always go first. No, well, I feel like I do a lot of talking right away at the beginning. So when we start do. this one, why don't, why don't you? What do you, what have you been up to? What have you been playing, watching, doing? Let uh, us know. Well, let's see here. Uh, I've actually been playing uh, quite a bit of a uh, lot of video games lately. Uh, I'm probably more than 50% of the way through um, It Takes Two. Uh, me and Megan have been playing it. You were just watching us play it a little bit upstairs. Uh-huh, it seems pretty cool. Uh, it's really, really fun. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the premise is um, a husband and wife have decided to divorce, and they've just told their daughter, who's maybe, I don't know, like somewhere between like 8 and 10, 
and uh, she kind of like makes a wish on these two like homemade uh, dolls that she's made. And her parents like souls get like transported into these two dolls. And now they have to work together to uh, like navigate these puzzles and these like really, really cool whimsical worlds um, to try to, uh, you know, regain their uh, like real bodies and stuff. Um, so like as the game goes on, like at the point that I'm at, they're being a little bit more nicer to each other, but like at the beginning, they're like kind of harsh to each other and bad talk, you know, like bad mouthing each other and stuff, even when they're trying to like figure out some of these puzzles and stuff. But, um, yeah, the game is like really, really cool. Like I said, there's like all these fantastical worlds that like when you're like in the daughter's room, there's like princess castles and like all this stuff, like everything's like um really big to you because you're playing like in the size of a doll um so i've been playing that um i finally started the dlc uh to horizon zero dawn the frozen wilds uh i only played like a half hour 45 minutes i'm like having to get back into the groove of it because i like forgot uh, all the different arrows that there was and all this stuff and uh, some of the enemies are actually kind of hard now. It's like they were like even and I don't know if they like with all the updates, they kind of like brought down. Uh, they like nerfed the armor because once you found that like ultimate armor, you were like almost invincible in the game. But like I've had to like heal myself a few times having to fight some of the uh, uh, mechanical uh, animals and like dinosaurs and stuff. So um, but I, I am going to get through it. I don't think the DLC is probably that long, maybe another couple hours or whatever. Um, haven't gotten back into Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake yet, uh, but I think I'm on Chapter 8 or 9, so, like, I'm, like, halfway, right? There's only, like, 15 or 16 chapters, something like that? Something like that, yeah. You're so, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, I so mean, I think but I'm about it, it halfway you, it through. It took you, a lot, like, a decent time. Like, you were playing a lot to get to the halfway point, yeah. so you still got a while. Yeah, so I still, yeah, I still got about, about half about half of that game to go, Um, but I, I've been, I had been enjoying it so far um tv wise uh, i'm still watching twin peaks i'm getting close to the end of season two um it's a super weird show and it's just gotten weirder and weirder um now there's like all these kinds of like weird like supernatural elements and stuff that got brought into it and stuff i don't know it's weird weird ass show but uh yeah uh i am enjoying it um anime uh, I finished a uh, 13 episode anime called, uh, Glepnir. I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't know that it, it, that is also like a weird anime, super funny, a lot of sexual innuendos, but they're like, it's funny. Cause they're like, they're not even talking about sex, but the way that they word stuff and phrase things, you're like that, yeah, they're talking about sex, but they're not, but it's really, really funny. Oh, you talking about sex. It's basically this like alien crash lands and these humans are finding these like gold coins. And if you bring it back to the alien, he'll like grant you a wish. And he like transforms you into what your like true self or what you see yourself to be or what you desire. And the main character, uh, gets transformed into like a mascot costume kind of, who's like strong, but he can be unzipped and like his, 
best friend slash kind of like love interest like will get inside of the him when he's in this suit form and like control him and fight other monsters and something like i don't know it's really funny um so far there's only been one season i think it came out in 2020 so okay. i'm hoping that the second season comes out by the end of this year because they didn't like they answered some questions at the end but they definitely left you with a whole bunch of Unanswered questions. Uh, unanswered yeah. questions, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much uh, all I've been up to. What about you? Well, I've watched a movie here and there, but we'll get into that in a second. What about you, Tito? Uh, so, I haven't touched Dragon Quest, really. Uh, instead, uh, but I you went... beat it, though. It's just well, yeah, but the I, platinum I, I, that you I talked about you it. want to go to. No, so, but, like, I beat it, but the, the Definitive Edition that came out, uh, or it might have even been in the original edition. No, it wasn't. The 2D stuff that you were talking no, about. No, not just that, though. There's a part of the game where I, th- I think I explained in the last episode or not. You can travel back in time, and it kind of gives you a different final boss. So there's still more to the story. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to see if I can accomplish any side questing stuff um, before just continuing on with that. Uh, but I haven't really uh, jumped back into it. Uh, we... Uh, or I, I was playing a Sackboy Big Adventure with our younger brother, but he just hadn't been playing. He was playing other stuff. I think when we got Monster Hunter Rise, like we switched from really paying attention to that. So when I went and saw my uh, my best friend over the weekend, and he helped me beat that, and now I'm only like three trophies away from that platinum, although one of them is incredibly hard. You remember watching me do some of the Knitted Night time trials, right? Like me and Brian, you remember watching yeah, yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially those are just like, you know, yeah, race to the finish and then there's a bunch of different like whether it was traps or moving platforms or what have you and you you know could uh, clearly just fall off and like screw yourself and i, I just remember was, watching you suck yeah, yeah, Brian, yeah. so like, most the one most of those were like do it in like 20 25 seconds 30 seconds to get the gold trophy but you could also get like a silver and bronze mm-hmm. so after you beat all 15 of those you unlock the ultimate trial and it's all of them put into one run. So it's 15 trials. Obviously, they just cut off kind of like the ending of it. Mm-hmm. And you have 10 minutes to do it so you can get the gold. And that's how you get the trophy. But there's no like checkpoint at any given point. So if I accidentally fall off, I have to restart the whole thing. So I think like that I that seems pretty doable since it's like you, you said would there was think, like twenty five seconds or thirty seconds you would per one. Think well, like that's the thing. Like I I almost want to say that well, because like if I make it and it's like ten minutes and one second, I'm just yeeting myself off the second story. Well, like, but window, here's the thing: but, like sometimes I and I've because I've done stuff where it's like time trialed and stuff like that. Where it's just like, all I want to do is get to the end so that I know that I can get to the end. And then, yeah. Because the other thing is, like, if you just took your time and you made it to the end and you beat it in, like, let's say, under that. Let's say you did it in, like, 9 minutes and 45 seconds or 53 seconds. You'd be like, I did it. I don't have to do it ever again. And I took my time. Now, if you if you really, really took your time and you did it in, like... 10 minutes or even like 11, 11 minutes. You're like, okay, I'll, I took my time and I only went over by one minute. Or I only went over by 15 seconds. Like I know that if I just go a little bit faster, I can easily do this. 
Yeah. So, so have you even I mean, gotten to the end? No, no, no. Because I keep dying at the same like, like the and it's not even like they go in order from like one to fifteen. They mm-hmm. jumbled them around, and uh, you actually watched me and Brian do this one. There's uh, these spiky crabs that go back and forth on platforms, and then there's electric eels. Yes. And they just like rotate in the same spot. So there's always a point where some part of the platform is covered by them. Mm-hmm. And you have to make like these death defying like jumps to completely either get over them or just kind of like cut like a quick corner and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've made it to that part like four different times. And at that point, I think I think it's like the seventh or eighth trial that I'm on when I'm when I get to that one. And I'm only at like four minutes but I keep dying, so it's I don't know. It's very discouraging. Brian was over the other day, and I think I tried it like four times, and I was like, okay, I'm done. But so I was working on that. Uh, I'm really just trying to beat Sun and Moon right now. I think so. I think I got further than what I was before. I'm just waiting to find the last Pokemon to complete my team that I want. And I think I like randomly hunted one thing on Monster Hunter Rise. I I honestly feel like I I just I need more playing time with like you and Brian for yeah, that like, game. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. I like, haven't played yeah. like at all. I, yeah, I haven't really dived back into like the village quest as much. So I think yeah, once once the three of us can play that again, but also like the next time that the three of us are all going to be able to be able to hang out, I said be able like twice in a row really fast there. I think uh, I'm trying to do the Pokeathon. Like that's well, we're what hanging I'm, out tomorrow. Yes. Well, we're yeah, gonna we're gonna, go gonna see, yeah, we're gonna go see the Demon Slayer movie, Mugen Train. Yes, so I'm really excited for that. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we do the Pokathon uh, extremely soon. I think we said maybe Saturday we're gonna be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. So hopefully we get that done, and then next week we can uh, cue everybody in on who won or how that went. So that'll be fun. Um, TV wise, I don't think I. A watch so I mentioned a while ago that I finished rewatching all of iCarly, mm-hmm. and then I recently watched uh, like two of the movies that they did. It was like I Psycho, the one where they get trapped in the basement by that crazy that fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was the other one? I think I had started I Go to Japan, but I I didn't finish it. I fell asleep, but I watched another one. Oh, I Quit iCarly. That was one where they meet. Uh, these two kids, Dave and Fleck, who are like best friends and also make funny videos, and then they get into a fight and stop, and like stop being friends, and then Carly and Sam try to get in the middle of it, and because of that, they stop being friends. Mm. So I, I watched those two. I watched a few more episodes of Shameless. Uh, uh, we watched the Mortal Kombat movie, which we can talk about in a little bit. So that was pretty cool. But yeah. I think. I think that's about it. I've again just been gaming and been working a lot. Yeah, so yeah, we watched the Mortal Kombat movie. Um despite what some people have been saying about uh it's sucking or the critics or yeah, whatever. No. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. No, yeah. People saying that it sucked, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Uh the only thing the fight scenes were awesome, the CGI was superb and Yeah, the only uh, thing yeah. that I, I it's not like a like I'm not upset about it. I just I uh, it's more like I'm upset at how long it took me to realize that like Cole Young was just supposed to be a brand new character. Yeah. Like I'm just sitting there like I pretty sure I know my MK mythology pretty well. Who the fuck is this kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I knew it was going to be like a new character, but I well, I don't 
I don't really want to spoil it too much, but like, I'm glad that it was, he got tied in. Like yeah. it was tied into for sure to the story. It wasn't just like, here's just a new character and it's got absolutely to do with nothing else. Um, I mean, definitely the best fights were the beginning, the literally the opening of the movie was like just fucking kicked you right in the face. And then you're like, yes, yes you're going to love this movie. And then the end fight was fantastic too. So I just, I hope that I, I enjoyed this movie. So I hope that this was just like, uh, I'm, I'd be okay if this was just like a, here's a taste, even though I thought it was really good. Like, here's a taste and like, wait for what's coming because then we're going to get like way more other characters, more fighting, hopefully like, an actual tournament? No, no, no. Yes, 100%. Um, I definitely feel like that was the plan all along for uh, the people that made it. Because, uh, like I said, they reached kind of into, like, the bag of, like, villains and characters and pulled out a couple characters that a lot of people probably don't even remember. Yeah, a couple mm-hmm. ones that are very, like, canon and people definitely know for sure, but some older ones, too. Uh, uh, the only thing I was semi-upset about and this doesn't spoil any part of the story, but Raiden doesn't fight anybody in the movie. And I was literally just completely looking forward to hopefully they would do... Like, I Raiden is, like, my favorite character, or, like, my second favorite character to play as uh, behind Scorpion. And, like, my favorite move to use with him is, like, Flying Thunder, where he just, like, shoots at you and you just care, and he, like, flies forward. But I was just like, I was really hoping that they were gonna take that sound effect from the game and have him do the like. He was he was my lightning. least favorite character. Raiden, like, yeah. wait, in the movie or in just the in movie, the movie? Oh, okay. In the movie, him and then in Shang Tsung. I think did, those were okay. the only two where I, I wish they could have done a little bit better. Did you like? Yeah, I I will say, yo, no lie at all. I have no problem saying this. I wish they would have used the same guy that played Shang Tsung in the original movie. To yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He because he's been the same voice actor for Shang Tsung in the last uh, like Chinese Tsunami's grandpa. Yeah, in the last three um, Mortal Kombat games, and he just he just screams villain, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish it would have used him too. Like, I understand this was like a reboot, and they were like, "We're gonna make you know everyone's gonna be young or whatever." But, but here's one thing: Kano stole the fucking show. You think he stole the show? Oh yeah, for sure. I thought you were like a little upset with what they kind of do with his character. A little yes, bit. I I was, I was. That was the only thing because, well, like I said, the only thing that was the only thing that I kind of didn't really like was that they gave it like a marvely where it was like, Hey, this is an action movie or whatever, but like, we're also kind of lighthearted and, and you're going to have, there's going to be this lovable character that's going to say all these funny quippy things and you're going to laugh your ass off. But it's like, that's not what mortal Kombat is. So like I, that I didn't really like that, but at the same time, yeah, I was laughing my ass off. It was really funny, but yeah, I wasn't like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, I was laughing. It was hilarious. But, like, I do I wish that it that it wasn't in there? Yeah, I wish it wasn't in there technically. Um, but, again, I really enjoyed the movie, and I'm excited for a sequel and yes. however many other sequels that they do. As, I long, want, as, they, as long as they don't, like, I want kill it. just as many. Yeah, I, as long as they're always going to put in the same production value. Yeah. Like, I want as many movies as there are games. Like, let's just, let's do it. Yeah, well, that'd be a lot. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, so 
one last movie that I I, I watched uh, recently um, was No uh, Nomad Land, and um, I'm currently watching uh, Another Round. And both of those are movies that were nominated and won in their prospective categories at the Oscars. Um, Which happened when? Last week? On Sunday. Oh, it happened last, on Sunday. Yeah, last okay. Sunday. Um, so uh, this week I thought that we would talk about uh, the Oscars because, I mean, what kind of a TV, movie, video game, anime podcast would we be if we didn't talk about, like, the biggest thing in, you know, show business when it with respect to movies. So, um, yeah. So I watched Nomad Land. Um, How did you like that? It was good. It was good. I I did like it, but the thing is that I want to now see some of the others, if not all of the other movies that were also nominated for Best Picture and, like, for myself, rank them. Because I did like it, but, I like, part of me is like, mm, I don't know if I would have liked this more than, say, maybe one of the other movies that was also nominated. What was... What was its like uh, movie category? Uh, well, it won like best picture. No, no, no. What was its movie category like? The, like you know what I mean. Like oh, the, like like the genre. genre. Yeah, You're yeah, talking yeah. about genre. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's weird. Like a coming of age story, even though like it's not. Like it was a coming that's of a, age but that's story. That's not a genre, is it? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming of age is a. I don't. I don't yes. think that's a genre. Yes, it is. A coming of age story is definitely a genre. I mean, like a drama. It was like a drama, but like a coming of age story. Like I don't know. It, there was like funny moments, and then there was like sad moments, and then you could have a coming of age story that's also an action movie, but then it would be considered an action movie. Like that's the genre that it would fall under. I mean, there's tons of genres, but anyway, like I don't know. I I, I guess I would say like it was like it was a drama, but. Okay. Uh, it's uh basically a movie about and like I haven't done the research so like I don't know if it's like based on the true story or not but like at the beginning it says like in 2011 like this company got shut down and like everybody in the town uh worked for this one company so when this company shut down like this zip code like just got wiped off the face of the earth because everybody moved out of the town so the town became a ghost town like almost overnight like it was just gone so the uh main character um uh fran is uh um fran now i'm already forgetting i don't even i think her name is i think it's fran um you done goof sir can't even remember it, and you just watched it today. Yeah. And apparently it won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it did win an Oscar. Um. Uh the um the main character, her husband dies, and um. Like I said, the company shuts down, so like everybody like moves out of this town, and she ends up living in a van. And she kind of bounces around from like, it's like every year she like bounces around to these different places that just keep hiring seasonally. So she like works at like Amazon for a while until they don't need her anymore. 
then she works at like another place and then another place. And that like, that's how kind of like how she makes her living. And one of her friends, uh, tells her like, Hey, you should like come out to this like desert area in Arizona where like a bunch of us that like kind of live like nomadic lifestyles, like all gather and we like swap stuff and we trade things and we like all kind of learn about how to like, be self-sustainable and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, she does that and she like meets some new people. Like at first she doesn't want to, but then she like meets new people. So like basically the movie is all about like self-discovery. Like she's kind of like discovering more about herself and like how to be alone and like how to live like this, like nomadic lifestyle out of her van. And she like, you know, stumbles a little bit kind of finds her way and i don't know the the ending was was pretty good like it kind of like came full circle and um yeah i mean like i i enjoyed it like i i said i'm gonna have to see the other ones to see like how they compare but like i i can see why like this one won best picture uh the acting was really good and um uh yeah, but um, were there any movies that you had seen that were nominated? Fern. Her name was Fern, but the reason I said Fran is because the actress is uh, Frances McDermott, uh, who played Fern. She was the um, the movie that I know that you know her from is uh, Madeline. That was the little girl with the yellow, right? The French. Yes, she was. The she nun. played. She yeah. played Miss Clavel, the, yeah, nun. the nun. Um, were there any movies that were like? Up, up against it that you had seen or you had at least heard of or were they all pretty much like, um just not non-existent to you till you saw it at the oscars i i want to say there was maybe one other one um that i had that i had known but uh yeah for the most part a lot of the movies i'd like never even heard of then again, it's like this this past year was like really weird, especially with like movies and stuff. So it was just like whatever you knew or whatever you were excited about, it's like what you knew about. And like, especially now that like people don't watch TV, like everyone's like on Netflix and Hulu and HBO and Amazon. So like there isn't a whole bunch of like their commercials are telling you like this is what's coming to our thing it's not like these are all the new movies that you can catch in a movie theater right now or whatever yeah that's true so um but i mean netflix shows are still considered like tv right like the what the emmys are for tv so like there's definitely been netflix shows that have won awards isn't there yeah 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 yeah. it's just netflix obviously doesn't have commercials right um so i watched that and then I like I said I'm watching right now um another uh, another round which was the uh winner for uh best international feature film um and the I that one I had heard of um what does that mean best international feature film like it basically won best film but it's international so it's not american Okay, so, so like, and uh, there was like a movie from like China. There was like a movie from like uh, India. There, I think there was one that was like Korean. Okay, okay. So, so yeah. 
Um, funny enough, last year, uh, the same movie won best international and best film. Like overall, they won both. It was Parasite, right? Yeah. Which... I still have not seen that movie. Well, get ready, Tito, because that's gonna be your movie this week. Okay, that's gonna be your movie it. this week. I'll what, just go ahead and just tell you right now. What was it? What was it on? Didn't it's on Hulu? It is on Hulu. All right, yeah, perfect. So yeah, you can you can watch that. Uh, see, I'm just trying to see like what were the other nominees uh, for that. For oh, you know what? Actually, one of them I did see: The Trial of the Chicago Seven which is on Netflix and it was really good uh was one of the other ones that was put up against uh Nomadland. Uh, that one has uh Sasha Cohen Baron. Actually that that movie has a lot of big name actors. Has Eddie Redmayne is in it also. What was the Trial of the Seven about? Uh it was about the um, uh civil rights uh movement and stuff that was going on like during the 60s and 70s and like these uh riots that like happened in Chicago and um these uh like police like violently like beating people and stuff like that and these like seven people get put on trial uh for inciting inciting the riots and like the cards are stacked against them like hard. Is it like based on a true story? Yes. So like this already yes. this happened in real life. Okay, yes. okay. So uh, technically you could spoil it and it wouldn't be a spoiler because like you could just look up what actually happened in real yeah. life. Uh Sasha Cohen Barron's uh character um wrote a book and like put it in uh like like when it, it went to like bookstores and stuff like that. And like in the book, like at the beginning of the page it was like, if you're a true believer or a real follower of me, like you'll steal this book and not pay for it or whatever. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this with, so did he direct it or he was in it? He was in it. It was written. Can by you Aaron take him Sorkin. seriously in something like that? Knowing he made like the dictator Bruno and Borat. Yes. You he can, was, okay. Yes. He was really good in that movie. All right. Really good. Like I feel like he's he's been in other stuff where he's not like his no 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 characters. like yes obviously he has been, but I'm just saying like when you see him can like I know plenty of people that still go you know like make the Borat voice and still make jokes like that like it like it just came out like two days ago or whatever mm-hmm. so my name Borat so it's, it's just like I I feel like especially for them even like that are still saying that type of stuff that when they see him. Like, I don't know if they take him seriously. I know, like, I think, uh, for like, Jim Carrey, when he came out with the movie 23, like, it was extremely hard for me to, like, watch that movie and, like, try to take it as, like, why is Jim Carrey, like, not being funny in this? Like, I love him in all of his movies. Yeah, man. but that came out, like, way later. There, uh, He did The Truman Show way before that, and that was not, like, a funny movie. It was, like, a serious movie. No, yeah, but, like... like he was funny at points, yeah, but yeah, it was, was also, was like, really sad. And I watched that movie in, uh... Uh, what was it? It was, like, seventh grade English, I'm pretty sure, in Miss Duvick's class. Uh... I, I watched the movie, but like I could still see like hints of like Jim Carrey from his other movies in that movie. So that's why I think like that one, that one again, that one didn't hit me as hard as like 
the the number twenty three that because that one was like a like a psychological thriller almost with all the stuff that was going on in that and even like the the different twists and the the ending and the stuff that that ended up happening. Yeah, that was an that that movie was nominated for a few Oscars back in nineteen ninety nine. The Truman Show. Yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Um, but so actually some of the, actually like half of these movies I had heard of. So I actually hadn't heard of Nomadland, Sound of Metal I had heard of, uh, Promising Young Woman I had heard of, and Judas and the Black Messiah and The Trial of the Chicago 7 were all movies that I'd actually heard of. Uh, but the, but the only one that I saw was The Trial of the Chicago 7. I actually watched that way long ago like five months ago or so i watched that movie on netflix um because i like watched a little trailer that played oh. and i was like damn this looks good and i watched it that night and i was like holy shit this is like really good um so um and francis mcdermott won uh the oscar for best actress uh like this year so so their movie won. Their movie like did really well. Nomadland actually also won uh, best director, which uh, the director is uh, Chloe uh, Zhao. Um, and I don't know. I've seen any of her other movies, but uh, so she, they won for um, best film. They won for best actress in a leading role, and they won for best director. They may have won for one or two other things too. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, dude, so th- that's just like best film over. So the best movie that came out last year, that's what that category is for, right? Do do they also do like a category for each of the different like you know the top tier genres? Like, is there like best action, best comedy, best no, horror? No, 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 they no. don't do any of that. No, okay. It's best film, and then the other one that they have is like best international. And then uh, uh, short film, documentary, uh, animated, and animated short. Ooh. Who won those last two? So for animated, I believe it was Soul that won. I still haven't seen Soul yet. I also haven't seen Soul yet. What about Uh, animated short? Do you remember? Dude, there have been yeah, some Soul, amazing Soul was shorts. the animated feature, and then animated short. I'm trying to think. Disney Plus has like a whole kind of like uh, little not window. I don't know what the hell. Oh yeah, say. actually, I did see. The, I saw this one too. Yeah, if uh, it was the one that was going around uh, a lot. COVID uh, on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> no, you dumbass. <laughs> if anything happens, I love you. That was on TikTok a lot. That was the animated short? That yeah, one? it's like a 12-minute one. It's on Netflix. I saw uh, it. I did not it see it. It was the one that everyone was saying, like, you'll start crying, like, within, like, three minutes of watching it. Oh. Okay. I'm, I might have to look it up, but yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's like, I like I said, it's short. You yeah. can watch it on Netflix. It's, like, 12 minutes long. I watched it. I didn't cry. I, I mean, it was like, it was good and it was sad, but, like, I I was like, nah, not by... I don't know. It makes you think. I'll give him that. Like, well, I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it for you. So like, you should just. Well, yeah, it's like twelve minutes. It. Yeah, we shouldn't. Yeah, every, every, everyone can take a, like a twelve minutes. You know, next time yeah. you're taking a poop, just check it out. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so for for supporting actress, she it was a Korean actress that won. Um, I'm probably gonna butcher her name. It was uh, Yu Young Jun, and it was for the movie Minari, which actually stars uh, Steven Yun, the, the guy uh, from Glenn. The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, Glenn from The Walking Dead, and the guy who voices uh, Invincible in the show Invincible. Yes, yes, he does. Um, it's, did you? It's it's Christina Yang that voices his mom. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. From. Well, that's her character's name on Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember what her real name is. And then J. I Jonah Jameson it. voices the dad, which is yes. awesome. Which is also not his real name either. Which is also not <laughs> um, But yeah, she won. I haven't seen that movie, but um, like knowing that like Steven Yeun's in it like draws me uh, a little bit. So like I might uh, want to check that one out. Like the synopsis for it or the little thing that it says, like I think it says like uh, – I I don't even know if it says Korean family. I can't remember, but it either says a Korean family or like Asian family. But it's like uh, owns a like a a ranch in whatever. It's like they own a farm or whatever. They buy a farm, and it's so I don't know if it's like their struggles with the farm or I don't know if it's like race related or anything like that. But uh, um, I mean, obviously it was nominated for like best picture and like nominated for other things. I mean, it must have must have been good, so mm-hmm. I'll probably uh, check that one out. But like at, at first, I wanted to check out like the ones that that one, yeah, that yeah. got like that one, and then I wanted to check the ones with the actors that won, so I could see their performances um, in it. I just so happened that Nomadland had the best actress and had also won the best movie of the year. Yeah, I can't even remember when's the last time like I sat through an entire award show. Uh, most of the time I just end up like either seeing the highlights or I end up like hearing that the host was like beyond hilarious and I'll just watch like all the funniest moments that, that they ended up doing. Uh, what was it? Ricky Gervais hosted, it wasn't the Oscars. It was, the, I think it might've been the Oscars, but it was like two or the years Golden ago. Or or yeah. And he was just not a train wreck, but he was just not holding back on any of his jokes. Yeah, no, and he, gave was, absolutely he was roasting no the shit out of everybody. Yeah. I loved it. It was awesome. Um, Daniel Kaluuya won Best uh, Supporting Actor. He was the guy that betrays uh, King T'Challa in uh, Black Panther, the dude that, like, has the shields. Who mm-hmm. on the... You know, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also was, like, the main character in... Um, Get Out, right? Get Out, yeah. 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 I didn't know he was British. You didn't? No. I've seen him, I've seen him in... I, well, like, in interviews, and obviously I hear the British accent. It's the yeah, same yeah. thing with... Uh, with uh, Poe from, uh, no, not Poe, uh, Finn from the Star Wars movies, like in the interviews, like you. Could oh tell yeah, yeah, John Boyega, yeah, 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 John Boyega, yeah, he's British, like. Yeah, but like he went up there to give a speech, and he was like, "Bruh, we gonna get lit tonight," and I was like, "What the fuck? He's British?" No, yeah, but so he won for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. And I believe that movie is about like black the Black Panther Party and like black the Black Panther movement. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know, but I think that's what it's, that is what it's about. And uh, like he plays like a uh, like a he 
plays like a real person that lived in real life. Okay, so that's something else. That's yeah, based on a true story. All right, cool, cool. cool. Uh, so I'll probably I'll want to check that one out as well. Um, and then uh, the best actor went to uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins for the movie The Father, which I definitely want to see, but like. That one's like probably will be the last one that I watch because or if there's like a funny one, maybe I'll watch the father and then I'll watch the funny one because like I feel like that one's going to be like really intense. Do you know like any premise behind it? Yeah, like it's Anthony Hopkins plays an elderly man. I mean, he is elderly. He's like 83 Um, Yes, it would be a little weird to cast him as a a, a young person. Yeah. he uh, plays an elderly father who is being taken care of by his daughter and he's going through dementia and stuff. And he doesn't like think he's going through dementia. And then like the, it also said that there's like, there's parts of the movie where like you're unsure of what's real and what's not. Cause it's like all being told through like his perspective. That's kind of cool though. They've yeah. done that. They've done that before in a couple other movies. Or, like, it's kind of the same thing where it's, like, it's up to your own interpretation. But it would be kind of cool to see because, obviously, if out of nowhere, like, the the wall just starts talking to him, you could be like, oh, you know, it's just his dementia. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever. But I don't think like, it gets, like, that severe. But, like, I'm sure that there's, like, parts where, like, like I one of the things, like, I remember is, like, in the movie The Joker, where, like, at the end you, like, realize that, like, all that shit with the girlfriend or whatever, like, wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking happening at all. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like, he made all this shit up in his head. So, like, that's the same thing. And it's like, we've we've known people who have been, like, affected by, uh, like, early onset dementia and stuff like that. So, it's like, you know, it kind of hits close to home and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah. um, it's just one of those things where it's like, fuck, man. Like, I don't want that type of stuff to, like, happen to, like, family members and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's one of those movies where I'm like, uh, like I want to watch it because, again... Like Sir Anthony Hopkins is fucking probably one of the best like living actors right now. I love him, but uh, like I'm like, oh, that's like really heavy, like subject matter to tackle in a movie or whatever. It really is, but like at the same time, I feel like there was stuff that people were afraid to tackle before, or even try to take on or make a movie about that. I think like now, I with like better understandings, it's. And it's just sometimes they're it's they're able to really capture kind of what somebody you know like that is going through. Uh, other times, obviously, I mean the the internet is fast about letting you know if you messed up what you were trying to portray. And again, they're not afraid of you know critiquing come to completely just shut you down. Um, All right, so. Real quick, I wanted to ask you kind of now. So now I want to get your hot take on on something. So I don't know if me. I don't know if you had heard or seen anything about this, but so uh, Chadwick Boseman was also up for the Oscar for best uh, actor in, or like best male actor in a leading role. Okay, and obviously, like I just said, Sir Anthony Hopkins won it. Well, first of all, really cool thing. Sir Anthony Hopkins is the oldest person to ever win the Oscar at 83 years old. Um, But a lot of people were pissed or at the very least upset that 
Chadwick Boseman didn't win it like posthumously. Now, wait, 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 okay. Sometimes I use words incorrectly. Posthumously Sometimes means I just like don't after know death. Words. Okay. <laughs> like, you know how you 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 never you've heard that word before. I'm no, sure. I, I I'm not sure. Like you know people you know like like in cop shows and stuff like that they'll be like oh this cop just got shot so like he was he became like a lieutenant posthumously. It's like they basically just like they gave him the rank like oh he had he died a sergeant but he after he died we, we you know we gave him the promotion so he now he's lieutenant whatever even though it doesn't fucking matter because he's dead now but um i so mean like he it, was awarded so something posthumously i'm, I'm a, i would like to assume or like to think that if they gave him that rank there might have been benefits that go to like the family so in in that case in point Yes, I feel like the promotion could be valid, but yes, if they're just going to promote somebody to just give them a better rank, like after they're like, you know, they die. I, yeah, sometimes it's like, it's not like it's disrespectful for them to, to be at their rank or, you know, where they were at. Um, so are you asking me if I think that that was right? Yeah. Well, not, what, well first of all, what movie was Okay. It? So, so here's the thing, right? So I haven't seen it, so I, I can't like really comment on it. But the movie that he was in was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And if I'm led to believe from what I just kind of just quickly did a little research on is the main character is Ma Rainey, who was played by Viola Davis. Okay. She's the one that plays Amanda Waller. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Wrong one. Yes. Wrong one. So... I think Chadwick Boseman was a big character, but I don't think that again, I haven't seen it, but I don't think that he was the, the main character of the movie. I think that he was a big enough presence in the movie that they were like, he could be considered a main character or he was like side by side with Viola Davis, also a main character. And at, or at the very least they were like, he was in it enough where we can sneak him into this category. But so so that's that's where it's at. That's the movie. And it's all this movie was also based on like true events uh that uh happened um but back in the day. Well I, no no matter what and it's going to go the same for me in every single category that will ever be out there and it'll be the same for me whether it was like right when I was born or to the point where I'm at now or even in the near future. Uh I you're winning an award for like the best of whatever category that you're in. So like I, I'm not on the panel to, and to critique and or award this award, you know, for whoever the hell is on it, I would assume kind of knows what they're doing. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, I, I do think that people should get the award for like based on merit. I, I don't necessarily. And again, like you know, you and I could watch The Father and we could watch this movie with Chadwick Boseman and then, like, you and I could just agree on the fact that, like, no, you know what? I think Chadwick Boseman, like, acted better in this than Anthony Hopkins did in The Father. And then that would just be our opinion. But, like, we get to have that or, you know, whatever. Again, we're not on that panel or mm-hmm. we don't critique or have the same criteria that the people that do make the calls for the awards do. But I, I don't think it should play into it. You can't be like, well, he died, so let's give him the award, like... It was extremely sad, and it's different if people are trying to add to the fact that he was a phenomenal actor 
while he was battling this, and no matter what, you're never going to be able to take that away from him. I just don't know if, like, that means that, like, he just deserves the award. Right. That's so, like saying, you know, uh, if a firefighter putting himself, like, at, you know, at risk or whatever, and it's like, oh, he's also, like, battling this, and it's just like, okay, well, but everyone else there is also... Like they're risking their lives fighting for the fire. You can't just say just because he's also battling like another battle that, you know, he gets more recognition than the other ones did. Well, I think that's I mean, I think that's exactly what they're saying is that like, like he should also be commended because he continued to make movies and like, you know, do stunts and stuff like that despite battling cancer and stuff like that. Um, but that that speaks more to him as a person. Yeah, not, right. Not, not the acting in the specific right, right, right. movie that he was going to win the award right. for. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if there was an award for, well, like, who I was the baddest so here, motherfucker I don't disagree last year, with you. it would be Chadwick Boseman for, like, going through everything that he went through. And the other thing is, is like, I don't know if it was like public knowledge necessarily, and I don't. I'm pretty sure his coworkers, like in the Avengers movies, said that they were like, "We didn't know it was that bad. We knew sometimes he had to go to the hospital, but we had no idea that it had gotten to like this point." Yeah, like, like he no wasn't one, like telling people like I have yeah. cancer. I mean, he doesn't. No one has to like it was his own personal business and stuff. And maybe like he was hearing good news, and then just from what I, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who have had family or dealt with it themselves that they. You know, it goes from one day to the next where things seem like it's going to be fine and it takes a turn for the worse. And we lost a phenomenal actor and person like in Chadwick Boseman uh, to cancer. But, yeah, again, it's it just ends up being because if you just tend to try to, like, you know, make an exception there, I think you could kind of, like, have everything else fall apart and then everyone's just going to try to look for loopholes. I, I will always just say that... I don't necessarily think it's loopholes. Again, I... Like I understand where they're coming from, but again, I don't, I don't disagree. I I think that it should should be strictly on merit. I understand, yeah, yeah, yes, because because same same thing. Like I just said, I understand. Like I understand people being like, we're gonna give them that promotion, even though technically it doesn't matter anymore. But it's just gonna be like that one that one little last thing that we could do for for him. Like we're gonna give him one little last award or one little last promotion, even though he's not here to see it or whatever. So like for them to just be like, just to honor Chad, we're going to give him the Oscar. And it's like, you know, like other people would probably, other people would probably be like, that's fine. Like totally this guy did, you know, he was a good actor. He deserves it. He's not here anymore. So like good for him, but you know, I mean, I'm I'm also not speaking for anybody, but some people might just be like, they only fucking gave it to him because he's dead. Like I, I'm, but I feel like you'll get that like wherever you go, and and again, I mean, well, that's the other thing. I feel like that would probably be a smaller portion of people that would have complained about that and just said like, oh, they only gave it to him because he died, but he was still nominated for the category. So if he again, but won, we don't know the circumstances. Yeah. He could have yeah. just been nominated just because they're like, we're gonna nominate him. Just because he's also just, just to put passed, him up there. just yeah. to put him up there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, I haven't seen either of those movies or any of the movies on there, and I, I there's a good chance that again, again, that either they'll go right over my head or they won't really be my cup of tea anyway. To the point of like, 
most of the time, ever since I was little, I could probably say that my picks for the Oscars wouldn't be anywhere near what like actually gets picked. So, well, I mean, there's been there's I mean, it, like this year wasn't like as far as I know, like this year wasn't the year for like action movies or but it's like or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's like I mean. Like, well, there's also so many movies got pushed back too that probably would have come out last year and stuff like that that could have been in it and all this stuff. I mean, and like Gladiator won like Oscars and like that's like your favorite movie of all time. Hell yeah! So like, I mean, it sh- does happen. It's like yeah. it doesn't happen, but um, but anyway, no, I just kind of wanted to get your opinion because there was like backlash that people were like pissed that he didn't win, and they were like, "This bullshit! He should have got the Oscar!" Yada yada yada, and it's like. Well, again, it's also, again, I'm not a critic. You're not a critic. And most of these people that were probably pissed about it are also not critics. And I guarantee you, they probably only went to go see his movie. I bet they didn't go see The Father or whatever. So it's like, you really got to watch them all if you want to, like, really criticize and and be like, he should have won it. And you want to be able to go into them, like, with an open mind. Right. You, like, if you were going to do that, I would say you would have (laughs) to have, like, a criteria that's the same for every single movie. Right. Like, not, and not just judge it based on, because again, like you could win best actor in every different type of genre of movie that there is out there. But if you have like a bias towards like, Oh, you know, horror is my favorite genre. Then you might pay more attention to the actor in that movie than you did to the other one. So like there would have to be a criteria that yeah. you use a template for every single uh, actor right that you wanted that for well anyway his family just like came forward uh chadwick boson's family he's like now come to the defense of anthony hopkins and been like yo let this shit go like this man like first of all i hope that they're just like coming for the academy i hope that they're like the academy's bullshit they should like anthony hopkins didn't deserve it. i hope they're not coming for anthony hopkins because this man has absolutely nothing to do yeah, with this like he just he, he just did acted. his job yeah, yeah he did his job and he, he did didn't fucking pay anybody like this man already has an oscar for silence of the lambs like he won an oscar for that yeah that's awesome I so it's that. like this is his second one and again he's now the oldest he's the oldest person to ever to receive the oscar so it's like, dude, it has nothing to do with him. He acted. He's a badass fucking actor. Probably, like I said, one of the best living actors uh, of our uh, right now, like of our time period. So like, leave the man alone. Like, I think he came out and put out a statement saying that like he was grateful for the award. And like, he even had some words to say about Chadwick Boseman too. So like, but like, I'm glad to see that like his fam, like Chadwick Boseman's fam is like, yo, let it go like especially like if chadwick was alive he wouldn't be fucking being like oh man don't do not come for this man for this like that's that's fucked up yeah so um but anyway i just kind of want to talk about the oscars just a little Um, bit uh do you would you recommend uh everyone to go and like check it out if they the have Oscars already. or yeah, the, the Oscars. Well, I mean the, the yeah, movies, I they mean, could, uh, they could take their own recommendations on the movies if they yeah. watch the Oscars, but would you say, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, well, like this is like post pandemic. I mean, we're still kind of still technically like in the pandemic, but it was like, I don't know. I mean, it's like, if you're expecting like one of the best shows ever, like, I mean, there was no, there was no like musical guests and like any of that stuff that they do in oh, the normally? Oscars normally. So, okay. Like, Maybe just watch uh, the highlights then. Yeah, like it's not worth two and a half hours what I watched of it. 
Um, like it's cool. Like listening to some of the speeches were, were cool and stuff like that. So like, if you just want to like check out some of the speeches, like for like, like I said, like the best, uh, female and male leading and supporting actors and like director and stuff like that, like totally check them out. But like, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like worth two and a half hours. Um, but anyway, uh, well, like I said, uh, let's get to these, uh, last last couple of segments last here. two segments here um so i already know parasite's gonna be my new movie yeah so and i am actually excited for that so let's let's talk about the, the the movie then even though we usually do that one last but let's let's talk about the movie uh the i assigned to you was uh, no we do that first then oh, we, we do, do yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. all right we do uh, okay. come on junior get so amadeus together. i assigned to you amadeus so uh what'd you think uh, it was misleading kind of at the beginning with like what happened because the first scene was like kind of funny or I felt like it was supposed to be funny. And I thought you had kind of given me like an old like satire movie and I got kind of excited and then it just, it was just, it was Mozart's life. That's what it ended up being. Um, the, the best parts for me were probably getting to hear some of like the, obviously the famous scores that he had made and watching him like compose them and stuff i didn't do any research on it but i'm assuming they try to be as true to what happened in his life as possible uh and it just made me like relive like some nostalgic memories of i'm pretty sure it was like you know fifth or sixth grade where we got to watch this movie about uh beethoven's life Mm -hmm. so uh that's that's all we got for it a like it wasn't bad it wasn't my favorite um i know that it was like well received when it first came out and it did have like actors in it that I recognized from, but I mean, obviously they were way younger back then. Um, but I don't know. I would probably just give it like a, a six or seven out of 10 on like my scale. Like it was all right. Like if you, if you like kind of, cause it was like a fictional biography because yeah, it, like obviously like it's based on his life, but they probably took like little, but it was told, but it was told by, yeah, the guy Solieri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who? Funny enough, like I was, I was telling you, is the same actor who uh, played the uh, old version of Zero in the Grand Budapest Hotel, which yeah, was yeah. your movie from last week. And so in this this movie and last week's movie, he was like the narrator that was telling the 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 story of what happened. But in the movie, he claims that he murdered Mozart. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah, he claims that at the beginning. Yeah. But, like, you know, I, again, like, it's not really a spoiler because, like, it, it's Mozart's life. Mozart's life is yes. is public knowledge or whatever. But, like, he, he didn't or whatever. You end up seeing, like, how things happened at the, the end and stuff. It was all right. I don't know. Yeah. Give him, give him the, your spiel on what. It was, so it was rated 8.3 and, Tito, it won eight Oscars. It won eight Oscars? Yes. Really? Yes, it won eight Oscars. So that right with year our theme Holy in nineteen eighty four. Eight? Yeah. I think that's gotta be one of the highest. I wanna say Return of the King also won eight or nine the really? year that it came out. Yeah. That's awesome. I actually I do remember it winning stuff, but I didn't know it was that many. Yeah. I like I'm just I'll quickly look it up. Uh Oh, it won 11 Oscars. Return of the King did? Yeah, Return of the King won 11 Oscars when it came out in 2003. 
Yeah. So, I mean, not like again, eight is nothing to fucking yeah, yeah, laugh yeah. about, but like, I'll, yeah, uh, Return of the King went 11. So, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I watched this movie in my uh, college mu- uh, music theory class. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. it I, uh, I thought it was pretty, pretty cool. Um, I, I also thought just like you, I was like, oh, I remember watching like that Beethoven movie. I remember watching that a few times. Like they showed it in like fourth grade. And then I remember like watching it again, in, like sixth grade or whatever. So like definitely watch it a few times, uh, about like Beethoven's life. Um, I mean, it's, it's just kind of cool. Like just kind of get like this little peek into their lives. Cause it's like these musical geniuses. Like we still listen to their yeah, stuff to their music. now. Yeah. yeah. And like they were making music like hundreds of years ago, um, but yeah, I mean, I know this movie was pretty lengthy. I mean, you thought it just ended because you didn't know that you had to like flip well, yeah, the DVD I did. over. I didn't know I had to flip the DVD over. Like, how many DVDs are out there that are apparently like I mean, older ones? Oh no, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, it like, like two ended hours abruptly. And Forty minutes. Yeah, it ended abruptly, and then I was like, "What the hell? Like that's dumb." And then when like we went to go get dinner at Red Robin, and then. Uh, like I came back and like was talking about it and I was like, is there like another side? And you're like, yeah, there probably is because you missed this. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I went up and watched the rest, but yeah. All right. All right. Well, but either what, way, parasite you, from you. Yeah. So would you like, I mean, recommend this if like, well, I, again, if you're if, number one, if you're just a giant classical music fan, this movie will be right up your alley. Or if you just like, um, you know, kind of like it's like I it's, it's like a historical histori- drama yeah, kind of. It's well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's well, it's based on his life, so yeah. yeah. So if you, yeah, if you're a history buff or whatever, but yeah, it would be right up your alley. Yeah. It's not like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's just not 100 percent my cup of tea. All right. So yes, Parasite is the movie that I'm assigning to you this week. All right. So finally, the question of the week. So. Last week, I asked you, what's something that you had as a child that is probably highly collectible now, or you just wish you still had in general? And you said your Nintendo 64 and, mm-hmm. like, your games and cables and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I had a few uh, people reach out, and uh, James, friend of the podcast and just overall friend in general said that he wished that he still had his Pokemon cards from when he was a kid. Not not so much because they're highly collectible and stuff, just because he uh, loved collecting Pokemon and he wished he still had them. And uh, my girlfriend Megan actually also said something Pokemon-related. She said her Pokemon Monopoly from when she was a kid. And I think she's talked about that before, about how her she like asked her grandma about it, and her grandma was like, oh, yeah, I gave it away to the church yard sale or something like that. And she was like, Grandma. Why? I love that thing. Have you ever heard about playing a Pokemon game the Christian way? No. You've never heard about that before? So you catch, like, you know, your six Pokemon or whatever. Uh, you can't, you're not allowed to let them, like, evolve or whatever because people always say that, like, oh, yeah, Christians yeah, yeah, yeah. don't believe in evolution yes, or yes, whatnot. Yes. So, and it's the only reason it's hilarious because, like, the poster child for it is like a Bidoof, which is a Pokemon from fourth gen. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like yeah, this fat like raccoon thing or fat like beaver thing or whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. his head and then like just a like a, a like a cardinal's like body or whatever and like animated. I don't know. I, I remember like when my friend showed me it, I thought it was hilarious. Alright. So kind of keep it like Oscar well not necessarily not Oscar themed anymore. So um 
like a couple weeks ago, we talked about something that you would want to see remade. Uh-huh. And we did. Uh, you said Star Wars. And we bo- I was like, we both did- totally forgot to say Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes. Because uh. M. Night Shyamalan fucking trashed that movie. But anyway, we're not going to get into that. Uh, so the question this week is, what movie or show do you hope never gets remade or or you wish had not gotten remade like it already got remade and you're like they shouldn't have remade this and since we like talked about mortal Kombat, what's something that you're just like please never touch this it's perfect the way it is um, or you never should have they already did it um that's that's kind of hard because i don't think i've seen too many remakes i can think of one right now I'm going to sneeze so hard. Uh, That's not the name of the movie. Um, I don't know. Not off the top of my head that I can really necessarily think like to think about. You might know one that you know that I know, but I not not necessarily that I can just it it doesn't immediately jump off a movie that you're like never, ever, ever try to make this movie again. I mean, but I could say that about my favorite movie. But I don't yeah. necessarily know that that would be in a category of people like, maybe we should remake Gladiator. Like, I don't think they're thinking about doing that. Yeah, but, but I didn't say that. I just said, what's a movie that you're like, please don't ever remake this. This movie's perfect the way it is. Um, like I said, the Gladiator won a few Oscars. So I was like, yes, obviously it's very good. You know what? I I really hope they don't ever try to remake the uh, the Lord of the Rings series. Like I, you know, with the way technology well, we're is getting been, a show for Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a show is like a little bit different. Like even we, like the Hobbit series was, you know, way after Return of the King. You it was know, like ten years. Yeah, it was like after. ten years after, and you know, whatever. Some of the stuff, like if you compare and contrast both, uh, both of the series, you can clearly see like where technology has kind of like helped us and stuff. But I hope we don't kind of get to a point where they feel like we could make everything like completely like superb and way more lifelike and literally almost completely brings things to life where no one could ever tell the difference that like any of this was like computer animated and stuff. Oh, I don't want any like yeah. CGI orcs. I want people and and well, as orcs not just, again. yeah, or or any of that stuff. Because at the same time, like you're not gonna have the actor, the original cast reprise their roles. So oh, yeah. like I don't want that to be ruined. So yeah, I would I like yeah, I'm going to go don't ever mess with the Lord of the Rings. Like 20 years from now, leave it alone. It was already amazing. Yeah. I was just, like I just certain just things just like popped in my head like one that kind of got remade and I was like they never should have done this, Lethal Weapon. They decided to be like, let's make oh, it a TV, TV show? show. And it's like, fuck you. That TV the show. The movies were awesome. The TV show was fucking garbage trash. The TV show, I actually enjoyed it. Like I didn't I didn't hate it. I love those movies no. so, so much. But uh I, I didn't mind the TV show. The problem was is they that the, just never made the guy they got to play Riggs, I I thought he was like funny and I kind of like what they did with the show, but he got fired at the end of season one. For like, I think it was either lewd behavior or just like sexually harassing women. Yeah, on the he set. was just he, like an asshole. He ended up being shit. like an asshole in real life, and yeah. So uh, yeah, then they replaced him, and then it, it again should. Yeah, never they been. replaced him with Sean William Scott. Yeah, and, and that's I, what I'm saying. It just yeah. never should have gotten made. It fucked it up, and then they're like, "Let's keep this going. We'll just put a new person in who's not Riggs." 
Like instead of just being like, "Hey, this is the this is Briggs," we just recast him. Sean William Scott was a brand new, completely different character. Yeah. All right, but anyways, guys, uh, that's gonna be it for this uh, episode. Please uh, reach out to us and um, let us know what you think. Uh, if you watch the Oscars, let us know what you thought. Let us know what you think about the whole Chadwick Boseman and Anthony Hopkins thing. Um, let me know what's something that you would want to see uh, not remade or you wish it had never been remade uh, to begin with. Um, but as always, you guys can find me at pops.maniac on Instagram as well as nerdy.bros.inc on Instagram. Um, you can also check out uh, other YouTube uh, videos that are not podcast-related at all, which will be dropping every Friday. What about you, Tito? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BanditoTito93. Uh, you can always uh, DM me or just at me at Twitter. Uh, again, as always, love to hear from you guys. would love to hear more from you guys. Uh, talk to me or us about anything that you want to hear on the show or anything that you like about the show or even – be little critics. Help us be better at this. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. All right, guys. Bye.